you're listening to the Business of Branding podcast. If you are a creative female entrepreneur ready to connect with more of those heck yes clients, build an irresistible brand, and allow growing your business to feel easier than ever before, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Nikki Arnsman, a brand designer and strategist, a mama, and a little bit of a serial entrepreneur. On this podcast, I share all the strategies, tips, and lessons learned that have helped me build and scale an aligned business. My hope is that the content here will inspire you to go out and do the same for yourself. If you have ever wanted to make $10,000 a month, you need to join in on my upcoming free training where I'm going to walk you step-by-step behind the scenes of how I built my first $10,000 a month and sustained it when I was only two or three months into my business and I most definitely had under 1,000 followers on social media. I hear it all the time where people feel like they need a certain amount of followers in order to make a certain amount of money and it's just simply not the case. I'm going to break it down for you step by step of how I reached that, how I kept it going and how you can do the same exact thing. So join me for my free training. It's going to be on October 21st. You can head over to learn.nikkiarnsman.com and I know that my name is kind of hard to spell so I'm going to also put that link in the show notes. And if for some reason you can't access it there, head over to Instagram to the link in my bio and sign up for that free training. Again, October 21st, I will see you there. It has been a while. I feel like 2020 sort of sent me on a little bit of a whirlwind and I'm feeling really, really fired up these past uh couple of weeks and really diving back into the inner workings of my business and offer suite and I've been working with a ton of clients and launched a new um, offer if you haven't had a chance to check that out already and you are in need of a brand identity and you are not in the space in your business yet to make a significant investment into hiring a Um, one-on-one designer like myself or someone else um, to create a like full-on brand identity suite for you which can be a little bit costly then I created brand identity breakthrough which is uh, 45 customizable and unique I designed them all myself so they're totally in my style and my aesthetic um, logo templates for Canva so you can create a fully customized um, main logo, secondary logo, and submark, have your own color palette, your own fonts, and create a full brand kit for yourself. So this is great if you are, well, A, if you don't have a logo at all, but also if you have been uh, feeling like you need an upgrade, you have a old school DIY logo, or you're just generally unhappy with what you are currently working with. Um, or you find yourself feeling all over the place or always trying to figure out colors or figure out this when you're creating content, this is a great way for you to streamline that for just $27. So obviously way more value packed in than, um, than what the price is. And I just wanted to have a really accessible offer to really get women out there doing their work in this world. So you can check that out. Um, it's bib.nikkiarnsman.com. So I'll throw that in the show notes too. 
What I want to talk about today is four things to consider when you are creating a new offer. Um, I, I obviously work on offer creation pretty consistently with all of my clients, and it's one of my favorite things to work on with my clients um, You know, outside of doing actual design stuff because offers are basically your ticket to making money in your business, which is why we're all here. And you know, if you've been listening, you know I'm so passionate about ideal client uh, work and really attracting your dream clients. And when you're making offers, they have to be what you're thinking of. Like anything that you're building in your business, if you are creating a business, it should 99.9% of the time be fulfilling a gap, uh, fulfilling a need, solving a problem. And that information, that gap, that need, that problem is going to come directly from your dream client. And your offers need to cater to that and need to serve to that. So Uh, These are the top four things that I take into consideration when I am feeling the pull to create a new offer in my business. Um, Most of all, I really want to make sure that whatever I'm doing feels aligned. um, It feels true to me. It's not going to burn me out. And it's supportive and transformative for my clients. Like that's my golden rule is it feels good for me and it supports and transforms my clients. And as a side note and just something to keep in mind, know that like your offers will evolve over time. So the first set of offers that you create or your initial offer, once you go out and you work with clients, you know, through the lens of that offer or you launch it or you run that group program or you um, are working with that, you know, whatever set of clients are doing a certain type of service while you're in action, you're going to continue to get clarity. So you want to just know that you're going to stay flexible and or you should stay flexible and that your offers will shift over time as you see that gap, that need and that problem shift and a better way for you to serve, a better way for you to solve a new process, um, a, a new way for you to do things. And this all also really feeds into the way that you sort of differentiate yourself from others in your industry is making sure that you are staying flexible. You're not just like stuck in, nope, this is the only way to do it. And um, I'm not willing to bend and mold to a better way to do it. So these are the top four things. Um, like I said, my golden rule is if it doesn't feel good, it's going to fall flat every time. It might launch well one time and then you're going to be exhausted and it's not going to be energetically supported the next time you launch it. Um, Or you are going to do it two to three times and you're going to be exhausted and it's going to drain all of the energy out of you. So just stay aware of those um, like bodily triggers too. I don't know if that's a word, but yeah, like the, the things that are happening inside your body and mind when you are working with a client doing a service to really kind of just take note of like, how does this feel for me? Like, is this exhausting outside of the fact that I got paid for it? Like, what did it feel like? Um, and really just take note of those because you don't have to run your business from a place of exhaustion and struggle. It, this It can totally feel good, but you have to be the one to decipher what feels good. And like I said, stay flexible to pift and sh- shift and pivot. Um, okay, so 
Number one is the big picture vision, right? This is consideration number one. I always think about what I'm trying to create in the long run. So does this offer fit in that big picture for my life, for my business? Um, Or am I just trying to make quick money, whether it feels aligned or not? I personally am much more interested in a long-term win than a short-term gain. So I am way more interested in something feeling good long-term and feeding into a big picture vision that I have for my life and business than it being something that is working like right here in in this moment. And there's definitely times for like a short-term gain. Like if you're trying to reach a financial goal and it's like the 25th of the month and it's that goal wants to be hit by the 30th, is there a way that I can do a quick cash influx in my business by offering a quick little service or putting something out there in order to reach that cash influx? But that little quick offer is not something that you're offering long-term or it's generally in your main offer suite because if let's just say like it's something that doesn't feed into like freedom and flexibility and it's and that's like a part of your big picture vision then you wouldn't want that to be something that you're doing consistently because you the every day that you're doing that thing consistently that's not feeding into your big picture vision you're not one step toward your big picture vision and I'm always striving to bring my dream into making that my reality so every day I make decisions that bring me one step closer to that dream versus keeping me in the now for the sake of making a quick dollar Number two, my second consideration is the rest of the offer suite. So what does someone need to know or be doing to become a good candidate for a higher ticket offer that you have? So for example, if you have um, a higher ticket group program, when I'm thinking of new offers that I want to create, what kind of things do people, like does the perfect candidate, a dream client for that higher ticket group program, what do they need to be prepped with? What do they need to know? What do they already need to have done and be complete with in order to be ready, like no brainer yes, to go into that higher ticket group program? So can I create a couple smaller ticket things or one smaller ticket thing that is easy access? I can be filling up my pool of ideal candidates for my big, bigger ticket program, can I be doing that through a paid offer, right? So if I can create something that would set them up to be a good fit for that higher ticket, um, then I am making money off of this new smaller offer while building a roster of hot leads for that higher ticket offer. And this can work both ways. So I'm always just keeping in mind, like what is the next level for this client coming into this offer? I hope that makes sense. Like versus me just like creating something random, like out of inspiration, you're you're really wanting to uh, really wanting to think about the other parts of your business and the other offers that you that you already have, and make sure that you're setting up clients for success to not just be a one and done client, like so that you can really have client retention and keep them uh, moving through a suite of offers, so they're just not coming in for one thing and never cut like never coming back again not because they don't need you but because your offers aren't set up to support them sticking around big problem I see all the time 
So number three consideration, which is, you know, kind of piggyback on what I was just talking about is your ideal client needs. So listen and respond. I, I do not recommend creating offers out of just pure inspiration. You always want to validate the offer and make sure that it is filling a specific need. So again, this comes back to that ideal client, right? Being clear about who your dream client is, what the, what the gap is, what the problem is, what their need is, and creating offers specific to that. So I actually consider this even before I consider really niching down. I know that niching is really hot topic and I'm all for it, but I like when it happens organically through almost as like a byproduct of you really fulfilling your ideal client needs. So between like getting clear on the ideal client need and that gap, being clear about what feels good for you and then going out and taking action is going to allow you to niche in a more organic way that is going to feel good for you. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to go into this niche and I'm going to try it out and then that doesn't feel good and then you're switching niches and then you're losing credibility and you're losing trust. So I like you to kind of stay on in more of an organic path and again, this really feeds into my my trajectory of long-term success over short-term gains. Right? So what I want for you to do is be more attached to the outcome of your offer than you are to the offer itself. So stay flexible and be open to pivoting if it means fulfilling the need of your ideal client. Number four is making it stand out. How can this offer be different than what others are doing in the industry? I am always thinking about how to elevate the client experience, whether it is the product itself or the process of selling or bonuses and add-ons, really kind of tackling those objections that your dream client might have. How can you make your next offer be a no-brainer through the way that you are positioning it and the way that you are setting the offer up itself. So these are the four things that I really take into consideration when I am feeling the pull like, yeah, I, I want something fresh. I want something new. It's a new season. I want to create something new. I even take these four things into consa- consideration when I wrap up a launch. So let's let's just say, I'm going to use this as an example. You just launched a group program or you launched a new one-on-one offer and it went well. Maybe it didn't go well, but let's just say even if you, even if you sold one or two spots or you sold out the group program, you know, 10 spots, um, I still run when I'm sort of like uh, dissecting the launch like how did it go and just looking at like what how did the data look what did the numbers add up to which are all things you want to be looking at Um, I run it through these four things like is this feeding the big picture vision how does it how does this feel how did the launch feel Um, how's this fitting in with the rest of my offer did did people like if you did have another offer set up to prep an audience and create an audience that were you know perfect candidates for this thing that you just launched that maybe was successful maybe it wasn't like did were they prepped and ready how many people who were on that list and in that pool from those lower ticket offers actually came into this bigger program like is the system working Am I fulfilling the ideal client need? Like, uh, is this working, you know? And did it stand out? Like, 
did, did the bonuses work? Did they tackle objections? Um, did I do this differently than the way everyone else is doing it? And people noticed that. And that was a reason why they bought. Or did I not do any of these things? Did the offer not set them up? Like, did my other offers not set them up to be great candidates for this group program? Is this group program not fulfilling the need? And is that why I didn't sell? So these are all things to just consider either when you're creating a new offer and when you've just launched a new offer that maybe didn't go exactly as you wanted it to, or maybe it did go awesome and you want to really pick out where and why it went so great so that you can capitalize and duplicate that across the board. So I hope this is helpful if you are in the mix um, of creating a new offer, you're feeling like you need something refreshed, or in general, you just kind of want a lens to look through um, uh, in, in sort of checking out your existing set of offers right now. Um, leave me a comment. Come over onto social media. I had a post over there, tip of the day. It's red. It says, be more attached to the outcome than the offer, where I talked about these things. I'd love to hear from you there. Um, if this is helpful, I sort of recap it over there as well. So go check that out, and I will see you, Albert, on the next episode.